listen to that yup that's right and before you flip that channel no you're not watching Fox or CNN or or one of those one of those uh, middle of the night uh, infomercials about how you should support the troops or nothing like that even though you should support the troops but no you're listening to cut talk podcast and you know as somebody who's born on the 4th of July I woke up today even though it's not the 4th of July and this is completely irrelevant but I woke up today feeling extra red, white, and bluish. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, uh, being born on the being born on the fourth, you know, the America's birth, uh, the country, the day, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. I believe. I don't know. I don't. I don't know too much about history. Just enough. Uh, but being born on the fourth of July, I had this strange connection. I have this strange connection with the country, and when I say strange, I mean really weird, like, you know, like, it's almost like, you know, when I was younger, and I would see the fireworks on my birthday, I, I selfishly used to think that everybody was celebrating my birthday, and I was like, yo, how does everybody know it's my birthday, you know, and, you know, eventually, like everything else in life, you grow up and you're disappointed by what you thought versus the reality, so yeah, so that's a little intro on today's episode, and you know, for those of you still in bed, I'm, I envy you, I'm jealous. For those of you that uh, woke up at 6 a.m., the reason that Starbucks is has a line around 6 a.m. in the morning because, one, either you didn't have the time to make a coffee or, two, maybe you just, you just prefer the coffee at Starbucks or, three, maybe you're just too fucking lazy to make your own coffee and you'd rather go pay uh, some minimum wage worker $3.65 so they can do it for you and give them something to do on the ship. I mean, that's commendable, too, honestly, because anybody who knows working jobs like that or, you know, any job in general, sometimes when you have a lot of downtime, you know, time tends to move by slow. And those are the days that are really long, you know. And for those of you that aren't ha- hopped up on caffeine yet, it's going to be a long day. So hold on. But, yeah, uh, good morning, America, or good morning to the In The Cut family, everybody who's listening. You know, I appreciate you guys. Uh, we've been growing in views, you know, very slowly, but we're growing. We're doing numbers uh, in the double digits, you know. That's that's something good for me, for me and for the team personally. So, yeah, I mean, we appreciate it. And uh, just want to start the week off with something a little slow. We got a whole week of podcasts ahead of us, so I just want to sit down and have this little conversation today, and uh, start on something that I find a bit interesting. But before I do that, I just want to say who I do it for one more time. I do it for the people who who are raging alcoholics who wake up and before they have a complete thought they're already loaded. You know, I do it for the people that sleep with the vodka bottle next to their bedside, either it be on the bed stand or maybe they just fell asleep cuddling with the bottle because it was that kind of night, you know. Uh I do it for the people who who take breaks at work and get high in the parking lot and come back paranoid and it's kind of like an x-game sport because now you're high as fuck and you're coming back and you're wondering if everybody else knows you're high as fuck and most of the time they probably do but they don't give a fuck but you feel like you're getting away with something anyways and you know it's kind of like a ninja mission in a way but yeah i do it for i do it for people who can't afford airline tickets you know i do it for people who travel and when they I do it for people who say that they travel, and when they say they travel, they mean they drive 40 miles away to San Bernardino from L.A. County, and they say that they've been on a vacation. You know, I do it for those people. I do it for the people who, who, 
who drive by the airport every day and say, one day I'm going to be on one of those planes, you know. And then they grow up and they die and they never get on the plane. I do it for, I do it for the people who, who watch comedy specials on YouTube, because uh, they feel like they're supporting their favorite comedian, and you are. So salute to that. I commend that. I do it for the people who, who wake up every morning, and the first thing they think of is their pets. They wake up and they, they pour out a little bit of kibbles and bits for Mr. Fluffy, and they give him some water, you know, and then they forget about the dog for the rest of the day, and then eventually the dog ends up getting worms, and the dog dies, and then it's a big sad situation, rest in peace to my dog, by the way, rest in peace, Spike, uh, but yeah, I do it for the people who, who buy vape pens, and can't put them down for one second, you know, the ones that, you know what I'm talking about, the ones that go to the bars, and you know, if it's a guy, sometimes they use it to, like, get chicks to flock around if it's a chick you know she's probably just minding her business but maybe she's nice enough to share it so shout out to those people that you know those people that when you need to hit a nicotine they always got it uh i do it for the people who who go to the doctor because they're feeling sick and when the doctor gives them medication they don't take it anyway i do it for yeah yeah, that's all i got today folks but uh just moving on to today's conversation uh, so apparently Elon Musk is unhappy, or not Elon Musk, rather, his father is unhappy with his son, you know, uh, I mean, I'd be unhappy too, you know, I mean, my son was, you know, the richest man in the world, trillionaire, uh, basically redid the entire car industry, uh, got people, or planning to get people to Mars, uh, you know, learned how to shoot a rocket and land it so we don't have to spend half a million dollars or a million or however many millions every time we want to send something to space you know i'd be disappointed too you know that i mean i mean what is this guy doing right he's just wasting his life and then he also called him a fat piece of shit or something like that like you know what you know what i'm willing to i'm willing to say that i think having that experience is what made elon musk the most successful man in the world you know, when you have a parent, and I don't know if this guy's trolling, you know, I don't know if he's trolling or if he's just, uh, you know, tone deaf or if he's just really a piece of shit or, or, you know, maybe it's a ploy by Elon to, to, uh, go, you know, go fucking viral and just like, you know, they're planning it together. I don't know what it is, but, you know, it's, it's unbelievable is what it is. You know, how do you, how do you, as a father, criticize your son, you know, a trillionaire, the world's first i believe or in recent history you know and it's crazy how whenever you succeed you know you could succeed in a thousand ways but you have one fault and people will try to exploit that and use that as a as a way to put you down you know because uh everybody has their own insecurities so they try to instill them on others and uh yeah this guy's name is errol musk and uh you know, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure that Elon Musk is South African. He was raised in South Africa. So, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. And uh, this guy even went as far as saying that uh, Elon Musk's brother is his favorite child, which, I mean, is probably a strike to the ego, especially when you're the, you're the billion, or trillionaire, sorry. Let me fix my vocabulary. Trillionaire, you know, with the T, that's what a uh, million billion thousand billion i don't know i'm too 
I'm too broke. You know, I can't even break a hundred dollars sometimes. So, uh, I have no business counting that many zeros. But yeah, um, it says here the direct quote. Uh, when asked about the folk, you know, because there was these photos that came out of Elon Musk, and you know, people love to jump on these photos where paparazzis are uh, in sniper position half a mile away taking pictures of people. And, you know, apparently people felt like, well, I mean, I guess he did kind of look, you know, pale. And he was, uh, he looks like he had been eating good, you know. And uh, the quote was, it says, Elon is very strong built, but he's been eating badly. Urging him to take a weight loss product called Garcinia Cambogia. You know, and we don't, we don't, uh condone or support or i don't know what that even is so don't uh don't get any ideas and start taking shit that might fucking kill you or something like that you know and uh yeah and that's just a testament you know it just says a lot about how how you can do so much and it'll still not be enough and it'll still not be enough you know in the eyes of of everybody around you and that's why i feel like it's important that when you when it comes to success and specifically and and being being considered successful you need to prove it to yourself first and and use that as the standard rather than you know the opinion of others because others have uh, others are very fickle especially when it's people that are closer to you for some reason it tends to be that way you know some people have a very strong support system but in other situations like you know the richest man in the world you have people in your own, with your own bloodline, you know, your own blood in you that are willing to bash you and put you down and make you feel like shit because, you know, for whatever reason, they know you. So when they insult you, it's a little more personal and it hits a little harder because, you know, these are the people you grew up with. So you're like, damn, you know, they must know more about me than everybody else, you know, but the person who knows the most about you is yourself. So keep that in mind. And, you know, as long as you're proving things to yourself, you know, uh, you'll be fine, and sometimes that's difficult, but, you know, with counseling and with, you know, hopefully meeting people and finding a good circle, you'll be able to eventually have that uh, self-confidence and that self-esteem, you know, and a lot of people look at self-esteem and self-confidence like it's arrogance or, or being cocky or whatever the case, but, hey, when you're starting at zero, 10 ain't that bad, so don't listen to the noise and just as long as you're able to move day to day, then do it. And also, if you notice, my voice sounds a little different today. It's because I woke up with uh, a bit of a sore throat. You know, it might be the COVID. It might, I might be done here. I might die already. It might be over. You know, who knows, right? might be the monkeypox. Yeah, monkeypox, right? Everybody's talking about these monkeypox. Videos are popping up, I think, last night uh, or maybe a couple of days ago. New York declared a state of emergency because of the monkeypox. And uh, don't they have a zoo in New York? I think they do. They have a zoo, you know, where that movie Madagascar was based on. For those of you uh, out there, Madagascar fans, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think the the let me pull this up actually, so I'm not talking on my ass. But I believe New York declared a state of emergency on monkeypox, which is what are monkeypox, right? What what is this? It sounds like it sounds like somebody made this up. It sounds like a like a joke, you know. We all know what chickenpox are, you know, those little red dots you get all over your back, your front. But, <clears throat> you know, uh, apparently, uh, from what I've seen, you know, and this is no judgment, I'm just literally reading what I've seen, uh, apparently it targets gay people, specifically men, or it's more prevalent in that, you know, with that demographic, men being with men, 
So, uh, you know, I don't know. Let the Christians tell it. This is another, uh, this is another wrath of God situation. New York, New York, and this is a uh, headline. New York City declares monkeypox state of emergency. Uh, this is Fox, so take it with a grain of salt. New York, New York City Mayor Eric Adams has declared a state of emergency due to the monkeypox outbreaks. The city estimates that 150,000 people. Eh, I guess uh, COVID is, you know, putting numbers on the board compared to that. Mostly men who uh, have relations with other men are at risk. The city has more than 1,200 reported cases of monkeypox, about 25% of all cases in the U.S. So, which I mean, kind of makes sense, you know. 1,200 in New York isn't really that high compared to, like I said, COVID. You know, and that's the thing when you come off the back of a of a million people killing pandemic that it's like oh monkeypox 1200 people it's not that bad you know but i guess that's a decent amount obviously it's substantial enough to cause a state of emergency about 25 percent of all cases in the united states so for those of you that aren't good at math that would be about 4800 cases in total and 1200 being in new york which uh you could chalk up to a number of factors that i'm not going to touch on but yeah uh read between the lines there we are continuing to see the numbers rise, Mayor Adams said in the statement. This order will bolster our existing efforts to educate, vaccinate, test, and treat as many New Yorkers as possible and ensure a whole of whole of government response to this outbreak. The, go the governor has already issued a state of emergency for the entire state. The city's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene had declared the city's and declared the outbreak of public health emergency on Saturday. Monday's emergency executive order allows the mayor to suspend local laws and that. So basically what happened during COVID 2.0, they're going to, uh, from what it said, they're going to start vaccinating, educating. And, uh, you know, another shot, another vaccination, another company that's going to profit off sick Americans. You know, I mean, the city is expected to get around 80,000 monkeypox vaccine doses sorry if you can hear the background noise i'll try to edit that out uh but let's see the city's department of health and mental hygiene had declared an outbreak of public health emergency on saturday so yeah saturday the city's facing a drastic shortage of monkeypox vaccines, which is a drastic. That's a if it was declared on Saturday, and there's a drastic shortage of monkeypox, monkeypox vaccines. I mean, they just said there was 1,200 cases. So how much of a shortage could there be? Plus, what are they doing with monkeypox vaccines laying around? Anyways, it must be, it must be similar to something that we already have if they figured it out that quick. You know, well, I mean, I guess it's been around for a couple months now, but even COVID took a while for them to develop vaccines. So I don't know that they just. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah, maybe they. uh. They just have these vaccines being made just in case, you know, I mean, who knows, right? Just a, a lot of people have conspiracies when it comes to health and mental. I mean, not mental, but, you know, physical health and uh. A lot of these companies that run and make money, you know, like I said, off of people being sick. 
we're back. Sorry, I had to take a short break. But like I was saying, you know, these companies that thrive off uh, the sickness, you know, just like everything, there's always where there's a problem, there's a solution. And where there's a solution, there's a lucrative idea. So, uh, yeah, might be monkeypox, might be COVID, but hey, pray for me. Either way, uh, might be nothing, actually, right? You know, that's the thing. You get sick nowadays and it's like, oh, it's the COVID. Oh, it's the Rona. You know, you get a fucking pimp one. Oh, it's the pox. It's the M-pox. It's the monkey disease. I'm turning into one of those Planet of the Apes apes. But yeah, um, yeah, it's an interesting morning, interesting week. We're starting off with uh, the state of emergency, you know. And uh, I remember when when the, the COVID first hit, you know, and everybody was kind of like, oh, uh, we're going to be in this pandemic for a few months. Everybody stay at home and we're going to beat this thing. You know, and then, of course, people were resilient and, you know, stubborn. And they were like, no, 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 we're going to go out and it's not real, you know. And then people's parents and, and relatives and kids started to die, you know. And then out of nowhere, uh, out of nowhere, well, actually, you know, I was going to say things get serious, but it's like it really didn't get serious, you know, even to this point. Well, in the majority, I would say, you know, in terms of policies and stuff, people had to put on masks. But I don't think the attitude was ever too serious in general. You know, you've got the people that are kind of, in a way, overly paranoid about it. And then you've got the people who still think it's a myth to this day or say that it's it's just like the flu. It's just like the flu. It's nothing different. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get too, I don't want to choose a side. But, I mean, obviously, it's a real thing. And people are still getting sick and dying about it, dying from it to this day. So, yeah, I don't want to uh, dismiss or uh, say nothing bad. But I mean, it's interesting how we how we can see things with our own eyes and still think it's fake. You know, when the when the deaths were being counted, when people were having heart attacks and they were counting it as COVID, and people were using that as a as evidence for a conspiracy, saying that oh. Um, you know, if you go to the hospital and have a heart attack, they're just going to say you died from COVID. And, you know, that's that caused a bit of distrust, you know. And then a time where people already didn't trust the government much, you know, because of whatever the case was going on with Donald Trump at the time. You know, and, and uh, but, you know, now we got boosters. Now we have uh, vaccines. And, you know, for those of you that are vaccinated, shout out to you. You know, I got the, what is it, the Pfizer yeah, I had to. I got I got vaccinated in the parking lot of a YMCA. Just let that sink in. You know, it wasn't a hospital. It wasn't a clinic. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a Vons or a pharmacy or anything like that. In the parking lot of a YMCA, a Christian youth, youth young men's Christian association parking lot. And uh, yeah, that kind of that says how drastic the situation was that they had these people you know and this created a lot of jobs by the way and speaking about jobs you know uh, before i get into that you know they created a lot of opportunities for people to you know i know kids were just working there sitting around giving people shots you know just getting people to write down their information that became a job and you know that's the thing about tragedy is even in times of tragedy there's always going to be some depending on how you look at it there's going to be some 
bounce back in the in like oh at least you know covid but there's thousands of jobs being created you know there's a uh, war but now we're selling more <laughs> merchandise more manufacturing you know it's just it's a dark way to look at it but it's the truth of the situation you know sometimes people have to die no nah, i'm joking i'm joking it's better if nobody dies but hey you know that's life you know things happen for a reason and who knows right i can't talk i'm not the one that's on the front lines of those things so yeah i mean hopefully everybody out there is doing good and there there's no covid in the air you know and if there is then you know you might be fucked so take care of yourself stay hydrated take take that emergency and drink a lot of water and you know just uh make sure everybody's doing good and and don't don't uh neglect your own health especially in these times of pandemics and monkeypox and you know, and just back to monkeypox again. I mean, what the fuck is monkeypox? You know, where does this come from? How do, you, how do they know it's monkeys? You know, what is it? Where, where did this idea? Because it's, I'm telling you, it just sounds ridiculous. Monkeypox. You know. And uh, you know, I was saying earlier. You know, where did they have all these vaccines from? And apparently, they might be using smallpox vaccines as an alternative because i guess it's similar in the terms of the genetic makeup of the 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 virus you know i mean i'm not i'm not too sure again i'm not a genealogist i'll have one on i'll try to look for somebody who's willing to talk about it give you guys a little bit more of accurate information but yeah it's just it's interesting uh also moving on so like I was saying about jobs, right? Right now is the time of unemployment. People are getting paid to stay at home. People are getting paid to do nothing. You know, we got, uh, we're coming off those stimulus checks last year. You know, we're coming off that unemployment trillion dollar fund that got scammed and billions were lost. You know, and it's interesting how, or rather it's, concerning how we can have these programs and have all this money floating around and two billion or however many billions of dollars can just mysteriously go missing and you know it's just like oh well yep we lost it it's gone you know it's like who's to say that the government isn't just keeping that money or whatever you know and i'm playing conspiracies again but who's to say that that money isn't just being held or buried somewhere you know what i'm saying it's like oh hackers it was the hackers it was the fraud artists it was the scam artists you know and i know i know stories personally of people uh who whose social security numbers and things like that were used um they were used to to open these these cases of unemployment and then the scammers ended up getting the money and the people who socials were used were stuck with the debt so i mean that's it's very real, you know, not all of it is fake, you know, I'm not saying that all that shit is a conspiracy, but, you know, I don't know, billions of dollars, that's a lot of, that's a lot of uh, money, you know, to go missing, to go uh, unsearched, you know, to go unfounded, you know, uh, swept under the rug, however you want to say it, but yeah, it's interesting, and also real quick, just to uh, pay homage, rest in peace, Bill Russell, uh legend goat uh passed away this weekend so just rest in peace to a uh, legend and may his soul rest peacefully and also to tony servino 
I might be pronouncing that wrong, but uh, Uncle Paulie from Goodfellas and all the other actors who passed away in Goodfellas, rest in peace to them. And just speaking about movies and acting in general, you know, Paul, Uncle Paulie was one of those actors that you just can't separate from the role. You know what I'm saying? They act so good and they act, they fit the role so well that it just, it's a, it's, um, it's amazing to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, for like Scarface, Al Pacino, uh, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker, uh, even uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, the recent Joker, Arthur from uh, Joker, you know, the, the one that came out recently. It was not your traditional Batman Joker movie. You know, obviously it was focused on Joker, but just the, the sinister, like the sinister personality of the character, the way that they break down the backstory and how he goes from being, you know, uh, just somebody who's mentally disturbed to eventually becoming this uh, serial killer clown who's uh, out of his fucking mind, you know, killing people who he feels uh, mistreated him before. It's a, uh, it was a good movie to watch, and at the end of that movie, you're convinced that Joaquin is a Joker. You know what I'm saying? And same with Heath Ledger, you know, amazing role. Uh, I still remember the bank scene where they're, you know, they're knocking each other off. And at the end, you find out, oh, actually, hold on, I'm spoiling it there. So I won't say it, but yeah, if you haven't watched Dark Knight, if you haven't watched The Joker, go ahead and check those out. And again, respect to all the actors and all the entertainers who who are really good at doing their roles, you know, because sometimes you can see through the character and it takes away from the experience. But when you're watching a movie and you see that the character and the actor are one, it really makes the experience a lot better, you know. It makes it a whole different type of experience where you're like, yo, this guy was born for this role or this lady was born for this role or whatever, you know. Even that uh, kid from Stranger Things, you know, it's just 11. The role just fits so well, you know, and uh, I know a lot of people are watching Stranger Things right now and different shows on Netflix. So, yeah, I recommend you guys watch Stranger Things, watch uh, Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, a few good shows. You know, if you got time, go ahead and check those out. I know a lot of people work all day and sleep all night, so they don't really got time. But, hey, when you get a chance and you get a break, check those out and, you know, try and keep yourself entertained. I know we're living through stressful times as it is, so the stress of work isn't making it any easier. But, you know, take that time. It's important, even if you can get 30 minutes out the day, to just focus on yourself, to just uh, meditate a little bit, to do something you like, whether it be read a book whether it be uh, go outside and, you know, do some push-ups, juggle, whatever the fuck you'd like to do, whatever hobbies people have nowadays, you know, uh, kidnapping people, you know, no, I'm kidding. Whatever people do nowadays, you know, it seems that it seems that uh, the world is very up in arms and we're at each other's throats and, you know, it's going to take some time for people to get out of that mentality, but we will get out of it and things will eventually calm down a little bit. But for now, you know, focus on your sanity and focus on your you know, what you can do in order to to uh, keep yourself calm and aware and uh, just relax in, the, in these stressful times. <sighs> yeah, so uh, thanks to everybody for listening. I'm going to call it there. We're going to cut it short today. And just, uh, again, hopefully everybody has a good rest of their week. Like always, we have the links in the bottom left corner of the screen. At In The Cut Global on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, obviously. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening so far and following. And 
uh, making this possible. Thanks to everybody who's showing support and love. Again, uh, please comment if you feel like you have anything to say or direct message me on Instagram if you feel like you have anything to say, any suggestions. And uh, again, this week is lined up and stacked up, so we're going to have a good week of podcasting here. So hopefully everybody enjoys, and thanks for tuning in. Again, peace out.